everybody. It is uh, me, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got a wean dog at the end of the couch. I got Sadie dog uh, wandering around on the floor. Uh, looking over the cat trees. I do not see the cats. So that means they are upstairs shitting on my bed. Oh my God, I hope they're not shitting on my bed. They could be though, everybody. They could be shitting on my bed. Uh, nope, Cal is on the porch. I see him coming uh, from, uh, from the porch inside. He's not shitting on my bed. That's good. When I got home from work today, everybody, I found not one, but two piles of cat puke. So I wouldn't be surprised if I went upstairs and found a huge old pile of cat puke on my bed. Tis the season. Once it starts getting warm like this, uh, all the cats start puking. It's gross. But what are you going to do? I don't know of any home remedies to prevent a cat from puking. Do you guys? If you do, please pass it along. I know a lot of it's like hairball shit, so it's just trying to pet them, I guess. Comb them. Comb the hair out, but... But there you go. But how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? I hope it was. Uh, why? Because today is Thursday, May 11th, 2020 trace hopefully it was a good day at work good day at school good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a thirsty thursday hopefully you pound some beers and have some good times if it wasn't a good day pound some beers and have a good time and go to bed and wake up and tomorrow is friday <laughs> and there you go it's that simple get drunk go to bed um Let's see, uh, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you may not know this because I talked about it on the Patreon yesterday, but uh, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you already know this probably. If you listen to the podcasts in the order they were put out, I know not everybody always listens in the exact order they're, they were supposed to be put out, but what it doesn't matter. But I am back. I'm back, baby. I'm back to, I'm back to Dippin' Dots. Dear God, <laughs> uh, yesterday I quit the post office. I said, uh, I said, hey, Mr. Postmaster, you can uh, lick my dick and suck my balls. <laughs> I, am, I am not down with this. I am not going to be a goddamn fucking indentured servant to you. Uh, and I'm not going to put myself at getting fucking arrested or fired at the drop of a hat, too. God, it just seemed like... When I was going through training, it just seemed like there were so many different things that you could be arrested for. And I'm like, fuck, I'm stupid. I'm going to get arrested. A lot of it's, you know, clearly it's the, uh, if someone's got mail, you're supposed to deliver them the mail, right? I, I understand that. Uh, and you're not supposed to steal the mail. I understand that. Uh, you're not supposed to lose the mail. I understand that. I also understand uh, I could do those things. 
maybe not, not necessarily steal the mail. I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about anybody's mail. A lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, I don't want anyone to steal my mail. So I'm not going to steal anybody else's mail. But I can see me uh, throwing out junk mail or some shit. And now I'm going to prison. Because somebody didn't get their fucking coupon for Pet Supplies Plus. Their 10% discount off of a $60 purchase. Right? So, uh... And there was a lot of other shit. I, I just, I guess, I, I knew they worked you a lot, but fuck me, man. Fuck me. Fuck me. And I, I it just got to the point where I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Everybody that I, I talked to who worked there, their main um, liking of the job, the main reason why they were there was because of the money, because they got paid. And I'm like, ah, fuck. I, uh, clearly, I like getting paid. Uh, everybody likes getting paid. I just, I guess I'm just at the point in my life now where I'm like, I just want to pay the bills. Uh, maybe go see a movie now and then. Uh, maybe go see an indoor football team play now and then. And that's about it. I don't, you know, I don't need a fancy car, fancy house, none of that shit. So uh, I, I kind of enjoy my life, right? And I don't think I necessarily would have been able to enjoy my life. as I Sadie, I'm going to keep you in the cage. Nope, you're getting back in there. You're drinking way too much water. And I know you're going to take a piss when I'm not looking. So get in the fucking cage. Yep, get in the cage. Thank you. Thank you, right, Sadie or Wean Dog? So I told the guys yesterday, I'm like, uh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Mr. Postman. And uh, I got a hold of uh, Tad at Nibbit Dots, and he's like, yeah, man, you're back, baby. You're back. I need you. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. He's like, you want to work tomorrow? I'm like, yes, I fucking do. And so today I worked a uh, almost a 15-hour day. <laughs> I got in uh, a little before 5 in the morning, and I left at about, 7.30 something. So it was approximately uh, almost a 15 hour day. It was like 14 hours and 52 minutes or some shit. And uh, I'm not going to lie to everybody. I I like I like my job at Dividends. <laughs> I just need to acknowledge it uh, and say it and be okay with it and struggle with it. <laughs> In hate, in hate, have a lot of self-loathing. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do, right? I, I enjoy the job. It, it's it's a great job. It's uh, it's long. Clearly, it's long as fuck. I mean, not too many of you work fifteen hours today. Uh, I would be, I would guess, probably not a lot of you work twelve hours a day. Would would be my guess. But, uh, you know, you, you do what you do. And I did what I did. It was, I did the route. It's a long fucking route. I had a list, listener, Chad, my buddy Chad, he messaged me. He was like, hey, where, where'd you travel to today? And I was like, oh, fuck, where didn't I go? I was in Roscommon and Grayling and Luzerne and Mayo and uh, St. Helens and uh, West Branch, Alpena, uh, Tawas, Houghton Lake. I was. I know a lot of your like. Those are all made up names. 
And I'm like, I wish they were made up names, but they're not. And uh, I went and, and I sold people Dippin' Dots. And I went, that's the route. That's the route. The problem with the route, too, everybody, is because it is a, it's a long route. It is a very long route. And there is nothing in the beginning of the route and nothing at the end of the route that is, is good because there's going to be businesses that are not open. The best routes for this fucking job are gas stations because gas stations open early. They, they might be 24-7 or they're, they're open at 6 or whatever. So I can come in early and I can just go do shit. But I always get like, I'll have, there'll be like campgrounds or a movie theater or a nice rink or something stupid where they don't open till like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock or some shit. So you got to fucking, you start goofy in the route. I started goofy. I started in the middle of the route and then I worked my way out and then I had to backtrack a little bit. So there's, there's extra driving unless, of course, you want to turn uh the route into like a two-day route and i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna fucking waste money on a hotel and an extra day and everything else i'm like fuck that shit and i tell i've told todd i've told him i'm like fuck that shit i'm gonna do this goddamn route and i'm gonna do it in one day i'm gonna save the company money i'm probably gonna make more money because it means i can come back and work tomorrow so I'm, I'm working again tomorrow. So it was a good day. I took the dogs with me. I, I love being able to take the dogs. They were very good for the most part, except wean dog will start barking at people and save dog chimes in. But uh, it was good. I saw a couple dogs when I was out, very friendly dogs. One dog was kind of funny. It was at a brewery in Grayling. And for whatever reason, this brewery sells Dippin' Dots. I can't figure it out. I'd never been there before, but apparently it's dog friendly. People are bringing their dogs into this brewery. And, you know, clearly I don't give a fuck about dogs. I take my two dogs with me to work when I can. I wish every job would allow you to take your dog to work. Because I think it is a stress reliever for a lot of people. I know it's a stress reliever for me. And I definitely know... On long days like today, I would rather have them with me than here in my house in, in the cage. I can let them out. They can go to the bathroom. They can stretch their legs. I, I bring water with me. I bring treats with me. So they're good to go. They're fucking good to go. And so I really wish, you know, I don't know what, what your job is like. I really wish they would let you bring your dog to work. I mean, as long as your dog was not a distraction, it started fights, whatever, right? It was it was a well-behaved dog. Bring your dog to work. And I have I have some problems with my coworkers because my coworkers uh, get mad about my dogs, and then there might be like some dog hair in the van. And I'm going to tell you, everybody, I clean out my van as best as humanly possible, right? I got the shop vac at work. Uh, I use the tape there and uh, I do a really good job. I bring a blanket for them to, to lay down on so the hair gets mostly on the blanket. I'm doing what I can 
to make sure the van's clean. And I'm going to tell you guys this too. The van is cleaner after I'm in it with my dogs than it is when I get in it with my dogs because my coworkers are filthy, filthy fucks. There's, there's always food remnants, chip crumbs, uh, candy bar crumbs. There's wrappers, straw. I find straws fucking everywhere, right? It, it's just filthy. They, they, I, they don't never clean these fucking vans out. So I try to be a good coworker and clean it out. I get not everybody's fucking dog lover like I am, and, and uh, those people are called assholes. If you don't love dogs, it's I'm assuming it's because you're an asshole. <laughs> right? People who don't like dogs are assholes. You don't necessarily need to love them. You don't necessarily need to own one. But if you're going to be a fucking dick and complain about somebody else's dog, get the fuck out. Fuck you and fuck your mom. Fuck your mom for not raising a good human being, you dick. <laughs> Ugh. But when I was at the brewery and the guy had the dog, I saw the dog outside. I was bringing product in. I was like, hey, hey, puppy. It was that you could definitely tell it was a younger dog. And it was sort of, I don't know what it was, but it had ears that were sticking straight up. And it seemed, you know, it seemed young and playful or whatever. It, it was very interested in me. It was like, hey, puppy. And, I, you know, I, I was trying, you know, I let it sniff me and I was trying to pet it. And then it, um, it like, it snapped at me, you know, but like in a playful sort of manner. And I was like, oh, are you trying to bite me? You know, and the owner got kind of mad about it or whatever. Not me, but at the dog. And I was like, all right, man, I'm not going to fucking get your dog in trouble. So I go in and I'm putting the product in the freezer. At the, but the, the guy came into the brewery with the dog. And I was like, oh, so I turn around the dogs there again. I'm like, oh, are you following me? <laughs> So I'm playing with the dog, and the dog tried to, like, bite at me again. It was kind of weird. Like, it wasn't trying to hurt me. But it was, it was definitely, like, a playful thing. But I don't think I've ever seen a dog, like, try to bite my hand like that in a, in a playful manner. It was, it was very weird. Very, very weird. But uh, I'm, I'm grateful to have a job. Uh, I really just need to acknowledge the fact that I like this job. And uh, I'm going to have a sit down with my boss and the boss's boss either tomorrow or next week. And I want to talk with them about my expectations and what I would like to bring to the company and what I'd like to see happen. Because I'd like for them to, to throw more responsibility at me. I've been there so goddamn long. And I, you know, I, I, I'd really like for them to... Uh, give me some shit and so that I could at least like fuck even, even if they get fucking make up a title for me I'm the assistant superintendent for driving or whatever right and then I can make up fake cards and then if I ever do fucking leave again which I'm sure will happen I can at least uh, tell people like hey I'm the assistant superintendent of driving <laughs> and they're like holy fuck that sounds awesome and I'm like it is it's awesome it seems like uh, Todd really wants me to come back. Amy, the lady who does her books, would like to have me back. So it's, uh, you know, it's always a weird thing. I've never officially, like, left. I've never not been on the books. In the entire time that I've been at Dippin' Dots, which will be five years come August, 
I've never not had a key to the warehouse. I've always had a key because I always told Todd, I was always like, yeah, man, if you ever need me to do anything, let me know and I can fucking come do shit. And they've always been okay. There have been periods of time where I had insurance and then I let the insurance go because I went with another job. But fuck, I, I, I told Todd too. I was like, hey man, hey man, I'll sign a goddamn contract. Let's just fucking do this. I just need to fucking be okay with shit again. And I feel like it is truly, it's for like my mental health. <laughs> Todd, when I talked to Todd yesterday, he pointed out to me, he's like, yeah man, um, you haven't been the same for like the last two years or so. And I'm like, yeah, I know, man. I'm I'm aware. I am completely aware. And I'm trying to get my head in, in a spot where I, I will be okay. All right? Where I am happy. Are you guys happy with your jobs? Let me know. I want to know what you're thinking. Is there something on your mind? <laughs> But if you can let me know if you do enjoy your job, I want to know. Fuck, just t- tell me why you like your job. I might judge you for it. <laughs> but I think I would I would like to know why, what you have for a job and why you like your job. It was pointed out to me, too, that I need to start working on my Jesus book again. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I do. I ne- I need to work on it. And then I need to self-publish it. And then I need to sell like six copies. (laughs) And then I can call myself an author. And there's nothing nothing against people who self-publish. But I'm always like, oh, fuck. You know? It's kind of like the comedians who put out their own specials. Nothing against them for putting out their own specials, right? Their own... CD recording, whatever this, uh, everybody fucking does it. But it's always nice when a, a recording company approaches you and goes, Hey man, hey man, we like your shit and we would like to record your shit. We would like to be a label for your shit. And then you'd go, Oh shit, oh shit. And then they, they would be like, Yeah, shit. So it's always nice. I, you know, fuck, no one's going to buy my Jesus book. There will be no publishers going, you know what? We need a humor book about Jesus. <laughs> no one is clamoring for that. Unless I wrote it in such a way that I could get some douchebag like Kirk Cameron to like it. And that is not something I want to do. I don't want to have Kirk Cameron uh, anywhere near my book. Unless he were to go, oh my God, this book sucks. Then I'd be like, that is a stamp of approval if I ever heard it. I would put that on the back of the book, you know, as like a recommendation. I'd be like, Kirk Cameron said this book sucked dick. And I'd be like, that is fucking awesome. Thank you, Kirk Cameron. I don't think I could have gotten a better fucking review from anybody. Kirk Cameron said this book sucked dick. Oh, boy. Um, so when I was out there for as long as I was, I got a message from somebody, old comedy buddy, 
And he messaged me and he's like, hey man, hey man. It looks like Tracy Shellacki is dead. Do you know how he died? Tracy is a dude. And I was like, what? Tracy's my age, I think. I think Tracy might might be like a year older than me. Not anymore. He's dead. <laughs> uh, and I, I, it's been forever. I cannot tell you the last time I talked to Tracy. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'm going to go look at my Facebook messages because that will tell me probably the last time that I spoke with uh, the good old Tracy Shalaki. Tracy Shagoo. All right, here we go. T R A, oops. T R A C Y. SC. There it is. There it is. Um, wow, back in 2021. Huh. Man, so yeah. It's been it's been two years since I've talked to him. Um yeah. He's dead though. He's dead. Uh I I didn't see anything about it. So I went into his timeline. I saw all these people going R.I.P. and all that shit. You know, T&P, R.I.P. Um, and then I finally found one that said that he died from heart failure. And that is something that Tracy had, you know, for a long time. Tracy, you know, was dealing with heart issues back when I saw him on a regular basis. I saw Tracy because he was a... He was an open mic comedian. And um, Tracy, like I said, Tracy is like my age, you know, early 50s. And he probably started, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to say a decade ago, but I'll, I'll say a decade ago. So he was in his early mid 40s when he started doing comedy. And I'm going to tell you this, everybody. I hate dudes who start doing comedy in their 40s. I don't like it. And the reason I don't like it is because these dudes feel like they know better already. And even though it's like their first open mic, they always feel like they're already an expert because they've already kind of, they've lived life, they've done things, they've had jobs for long periods of time. They've probably been married and bought a house and maybe got divorced and they've had kids. And so they got a lot of life experience uh, behind them. But what they don't have is they don't have comedy experience behind them. But these jackholes seem to think life experience equates to comedy experience. And it doesn't. And that's sort of how it was with Tracy. And my first experience with Tracy was a little unusual. <laughs> Tracy, I was, I was the MC at the comedy club in Grand Rapids, Dr. Grant. If you're first time listening to this, I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the podcast. I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a long time. And now I just make mistakes by uh, working for Dippin' Dots, selling ice cream. So there you go. You're caught up. 
I did comedy for 16 years. I was on the road for 16 years. Have you guys ever heard of me? No. <laughs> but you know what? You probably haven't heard of most fucking comedians. I've done a lot, though. I've been from Maine to L.A., Canada to Southern Florida and everywhere in between. I've done, like, regional television and radio, and I've, I've won some awards. I've been in some festivals, whatever. None of it matters because I didn't get famous from it. I clearly didn't get rich from it. And I'm doing a podcast that six people listen to. So it doesn't matter. But I do know things. And I do know things. So I was the MC at the time. And back then, and I believe it's still the case, Dr. Grins did an open mic on Thursdays. And they would let five people get on stage and do three minutes at a time. So 15 minutes open mic comedy. Why only 15 minutes? Well, because we had the regular MC or the regular feature act and then the headliner. So you still like a real comedy show, but uh, people paid to come in. And so you, these open micers were in front of paid customers. And so either you come in and you do well for three minutes or you eat shit for three minutes. It can be relatively pain, painless. So Tracy got a hold of me through, I don't know, Facebook or email or whatever. It doesn't really matter. But he's like, oh, man, I want to do the open mic. I'm like, okay, I never turned down one fucking person ever for the open mic at Grins. If someone ever asked and said, hey, can I do it? I'd be like, sure. And then I would give them a date because I, I pre-booked it. You know, someone might ask me, like, hey, can I get on Thursday? No, it's full, you dumb, dirty dick. This is how we do shit here. I know some people used to get mad at me about stuff. Some people used to say to me, I want the same amount of time as everybody else when I told them they were getting three minutes. I'm like, well, everybody else is getting three minutes. I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to the open mic. Can I get five minutes? No, it's three minutes. Do you want three minutes or no? If you don't want three minutes, go fuck yourself. Go somewhere else. The rules are the rules. And that, that's the one thing about open micers that frustrated me. And I, I had to always remind myself, Comedians need to know their time. And their time is, if you get three minutes, do three minutes. If you get five minutes, do five minutes. Whatever. It's just do your time. If you get three minutes, don't do a minute. Do three minutes. Don't do five minutes. Do three minutes. It's as simple as that. But so he's messaging me back and forth. And he's he's really wanting me to pay attention to his set. And... I'll tell you guys this too. After a while, I, I was the MC of Dr. Grin's like 10 years, I think. Fucking 10 long goddamn years. And so I've seen a lot of open micers, you know, whether it was a Dr. Grin's or anywhere else. I've seen a lot. And I'm not going to lie, a, a good portion of the time, I was not paying attention. I was too busy paying attention to other shit, like their time, like lighting them. We're, we're dinging the bell or whatever. And uh, so I just, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. But he asked me to. I'm like, all right, man, I will I will pay attention. And Tracy Schlacky got on stage and did some of the worst comedy I've ever seen in my life. There was no punchlines. <laughs> there were no segues. It was just incoherent rambling, which 
that's, that's a lot of open micers. Incoherent rambling. So when the show was over, he did something that uh, I really had wished that he had not done. <laughs> he asked me what I thought. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat things with, with comedians. If someone asked me to watch their set, and then they want my feedback, I am going to give them my feedback. And my feedback to Tracy was, you probably shouldn't do comedy. Because <laughs> he told me in his, his email ramblings that like he wanted to do comedy for a living. And so I told him, I said, hey man, um, if you want to do this, like open mic stuff, feel free. But I, I wasn't trying to like destroy dreams. I am a dream crusher, apparently. I told him, I said, hey man, you're probably not going to make this your living. And the reason I said it was, was twofold. One, there just really wasn't, he didn't have anything going on on stage, right? Like joke-wise, there was nothing going on. And then two, there was no like, he wasn't charismatic. He was not engaging with the crowd. The crowd was more off-put by him than, like, engaged with him. And so, like, there's a lot of, like, new people. When they get on stage, you may not necessarily like their joke, what they're saying, but you can appreciate their stage presence, their confidence, their ability to kind of fucking non-verbally communicate with the crowd. And that that's something, they're charismatic. That's something that a lot of people don't have. I don't think I'm necessarily very charismatic. People are not necessarily drawn to me. And I'm all right with that as well. But I think I can turn a word and I can turn a phrase and people will be like, oh, fuck, all right, this guy's got something. Tracy didn't have any of that shit. And I was brutally honest with him. And then Tracy went on to do 10 years or so of open mic. Where he tortured people. <laughs> he, he fucking tortured people. With his comedy and stage presence and weirdness and oddness. Now he didn't like... I don't think Tracy ever necessarily went out of his way to be a dick. A lot of people felt Tracy was a dick. A lot of people did not like Tracy. Uh, a lot of people wanted to fight Tracy. There was an incident where another guy who ran an open mic apparently punched Tracy. <laughs> I was always hearing stories about Tracy. Tracy was always wanting to get real fucking hammered, too. He always seemed to have a lot of money to throw around. It was always very weird. I could never quite figure out what Tracy did to make money. But he always seemingly had money. Always buying people drinks. He was always around at every open mic. And he was always wanting to talk. He was this guy who was really like uh, infatuated with Bill Hicks. Who, as much as I like Bill Hicks, I fucking hate Bill Hicks. Because all these dumb fucking open micers want to be Bill Hicks. Because Bill Hicks spoke the truth. He brought power to truth. And I'm like, yeah, he also was funny. <laughs> he wasn't just on stage, like, saying things. He he had a point, and he made it funny. It was, you know, whatever. 
Whatever. But, uh, Tracy ran an open mic for a little bit. And it was shit. <laughs> you, you fucking never, I don't think, I don't, Tracy, I'm sure at one point got paid to do comedy. A lot of people have been paid to do comedy. A lot of those people who were paid to do comedy should not have been paid to do comedy. <laughs> but it was very weird when I was told that he was dead. <laughs> Again, not as a guy, clearly he was not a guy that I've spoken with in two years. And as funny as it was, t two years ago was me. I reached out to him. I was like, hey man, I got tickets to the West Michigan Ironmen, the Arena League football team. And I was like, do you want them? And at the time he was like, no, I can't use them or whatever. And that, so that was it. Wasn't even comedy related. Fucking Christ. But apparently he had heart failure. He had numerous problems, health problems, before, you know, back when I knew him. Uh, I feel bad. He had a kid. He had a little kid who had some, some pro fucking uh, cognitive problems, I think. He had, he had gotten divorced from his wife. I, fuck, I don't know. So it's always weird. When you hear about someone passing away, like he was, he was my fucking contemporary in many ways. And now he's, I hadn't thought about him in years and now he's dead and now he's dead. And it got me to thinking, it made me wonder if he was driving around Floyd J. Phillips up in heaven. <laughs> and I know none of you got that joke and that's fine. Floyd J. Phillips was a, comedian who lived here in Grand Rapids who was a very funny guy and he was a headliner but Floyd was had many of his own problems one of which was he did not have a car and he relied on other people to drive him and he would sucker people into driving him around by offering them like guest spots or MC spots and Tracy was one of those guys and Tracy didn't mind Tracy loved it Tracy loved it and I know Floyd hated it because Floyd needed a ride but he did not like Tracy. And that was a very weird duo. That was a very fucking weird duo. And I will leave it at that. Strange. Uh, all right, everybody, I'm going to leave it at that, too, because I'm, I'm pretty fucking tired. This, this podcast was shit. I've been putting out some shit podcasts lately, and I'm going to apologize for that. You guys deserve better. This is a free podcast, and you guys deserve the best. I was when I was driving around today. Uh, this, you know, Dippin' Dots allowed me to listen to a lot of podcasts. And one of the podcasts that I really enjoyed listening to was 97.9 The Rat Race, which was a, a mock, it was a mock radio morning show. And um, it, uh, it hasn't put out a, a podcast since goddamn late November. And uh, I'm not going to lie, it, that bums me out because I really like the podcast a shit ton. And there you go. But I thank you guys for listening to this shit podcast. I will, I will continue to put out new podcasts every, uh, every day, whether it's a freebie or the Patreon. So if you guys can do me a solid, if you guys can like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be great. If you can, uh, you know, retweet or share or whatever too, I always appreciate that. You know, I, unfortunately, my uh, 
my marketing budget is zero. <laughs> so if you guys can uh, can be the word of mouth for me. Sometimes I feel like that's the only thing I got going for me. If you could be the word of mouth, that would be awesome. Thank you for doing that. If you guys would consider subscribing to the Patreon, that would be awesome. That's a paywall. And for five bucks a month, what do you get? You get a lot more podcasts, everybody. You just get a lot because the freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. And the Patreon podcasts are all the other days of the week. And uh, it's just a lot. Usually it's rambling, but then there's always stories that I talk about. Stories. Oh, there was a story today. Scott from PA sent a story to me about two prisoners in, uh, was it Pennsylvania? Somewhere. I think it was Philadelphia, so it was Pennsylvania. They uh, they escaped from the prison. One was like a fucking murderer. And it wasn't. It was over twenty four hours before it was discovered that these guys were gone. What? How do you fucking not know that a murderer's gone? Like you would think. Like uh, every hour they're doing some sort of like head count or something. If not every hour, at least like I don't know every three hours, four hours, something head count. Like you're a goddamn substitute teacher. All right. Where's A.A. Ron? I'm A.A. Ron. All right. A.A. Ron, present. Right? That kind of shit. Shaniqua. All right. Shaniqua's over there. (laughs) Timothy. (laughs) Timothy. I'm doing a goddamn Key and Peele bit. If you've never seen Key and Peele, they're great. But these fuckers escaped. and, and, And they did. They did do three head counts. Where apparently they counted them in. How is that happening? These guys are in prison. But somehow they escaped through a... Someone must have cut a hole in a fence. I don't know. So these fucking assholes are on the run. And the lady who was in charge of the prison is not going to fucking quit. And I don't know if she should necessarily quit. But someone should fucking... uh, handing their keys and fucking get on the other side of the goddamn bars. Fucking dicks. I'm glad I don't live in Philadelphia right now. But, uh, yeah, if you could consider subscribing to the Patreon, that'd be awesome. And then there are, uh, well, if you could rate, review, subscribe this freebie, that'd be great. Please do that. Helps, helps too. And then if you could do the six things, there's six, six, six things. If you guys could go to uh, Instagram and check out Bearer Boards and Tables, that's my buddy Mark. He makes a lot of things out of wood. He's got a saw. He carves things out of wood, cuts things out of wood. And he uh, shows them on Instagram. Bear Boards and Tables. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. And then he sells them over on Macari. Macari. There's a link on his Instagram. So go check out Bear Boards and Tables over on Instagram, and you'll see a link to the Macari store. Check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram, and Matt, uh, my boy Matt, he's got a store on Etsy. It's called Barefoot uh, Barefoot Gnome, singular Barefoot Gnome, and uh, Matt makes a lot of gnomes out of clay. He does a lot of doodling and drawing, and he's re- he's a very talented human being. So I want you to go check out his stuff. Matt Harper Art at TikTok and Instagram and his Etsy store Barefoot Gnome. Then leave all that cool hip shit for kids 
and head over to the old square place for old fucks Facebook. Go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They have a page for uh, their coleslaw eating habits. The, that crazy couple. They love eating coleslaw, hence the Sunday Slaw. And they make vi Facebook Live videos of themselves eating it. And they tell you if it's good or not. So go check out the page. The Sunday Slaw. Then check out uh, Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. He is a magician, and he's got a page for all his magic stuff. So go over there, check it out, Magic JBM. You like magic, I like magic, he definitely loves magic. So go over there, hit the like button, please, Magic JBM. Check out Extra Levels Gaming. That is a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan. They got a Facebook page, uh, Extra Levels uh, Gaming, and ExtraLevelsGaming.com. Because, like I said, it's in Holt, Michigan, and I know none of you live near Holt, Michigan. So go check them out. Go buy some video games off their website. Uh, let me know if you let me know if you did. I want to know if I have influenced anybody into purchasing a game from ExtraLevelsGaming.com. Uh, you know, Atari, Intellivision, ColecoVision, Sony PlayStation, Wii. I'm, they got a video game there for you somewhere, I'm sure. And then last but not least, I want you to join the, the page, or it's a, the group, the Facebook group. Uh, and I always, I always want to make sure I'm saying it right, because somehow I say it wrong. It's West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. It's a place where you can go show off your cards, buy some cards, sell some cards. Like today, I got some cards in the mail, and I took some pictures of it, and I posted it on the page. Uh, have I bought anything from anybody on that group yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. I'm not going to lie. Have I sold anything to anybody there? I don't think I have either. But it's a cool place. Go check it out. West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. Even if you don't, maybe you know somebody who does. Invite them. Like, you just you just ask to be joined and we'll let you join. We don't care. Just don't spam the group and you'll be fine. So again, everybody, that is uh, West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. So if you do those six things for me, that'd be great. And uh, that's it. I'm done. I, uh, I will see you guys on Monday for a freebie. Or uh, I will uh, see you tomorrow for the Patreon. How about that? I'll talk more about Dibbin Dots. So you guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.